1949. Big list NFL within 1949. <clears throat> what I want to ask you guys is, as we begin our pediatric diagnosis class, is what are you guys reading? What are you guys reading? So if you tell me you're reading Yoko Monroe, that's good, okay. You tell me you're reading Sousa, all right, I get it. You're reading some sort of notes or whatever from class, okay, I get it. You have to do that stuff. Those are have-tos, right? You have to read, because you want to pass boards and OSCEs and all that kind of stuff. I get all that, right? I'm not asking about that. I'm asking, how are you studying chiropractic? You ain't going to get it in Sousa. You're not going to get it in the Yoakum. You're going to get diagnostic, right? But you're not going to get chiropractic out of Yoakum and Rowe and Sousa and all the other textbooks that you have to read and all the other things like that. You're going to get it out of studying chiropractic philosophy. Because the thing that separates me from everybody else that's out there, the reason someone might drive two hours to see me versus another chiropractor is because of my philosophy. That is what separates chiropractors who are truly practicing chiropractic versus someone who's a manual therapist. There's a lot of manual therapists out there. Physical therapists, what are they now? Doctors. They're doctors of physical therapy. If you look at a catalog that I recently got from uh, one of the major PT companies, the OTPT company, most of it talks about what? Back pain. I'm telling you chiropractors, that's not our ballywick. It's not where we're supposed to be resting our hat. That is not chiropractic. Chiropractic wasn't founded on back pain. There's no mention of back pain in this whole thing. What BJ was talking about is the power, right? So when a child comes into your practice and he's not speaking and he's four years old and on the autistic spectrum and in a few months with adjustments the kid's speaking sentences, that's chiropractic. And I didn't cure autism. I don't cure ear infections. You don't even cure back pain. All you do is you put your hands on someone and you give them a new direction. That's the whole idea of what we do. You get that? Right? Do you understand the power of what's going on? A little baby comes in, three days old the other day, can't nurse. One adjustment, Atlas, TMJ, bam, the kid's nursing in my office. In my office, this is seconds later. The mom's like, I'm gonna try nursing him, see what happens, okay? Go ahead, we have a room in the back just for that. She goes in the back, she says, Dr. Ruben, he's already nursing better. Already nursing better. One adjustment, three days old. There is no back pain, neck pain, headaches, whiplash I could care about when I see that kind of testimonial. That's what I'm interested in. Not to say that we shouldn't take care of people with back pain, there's a lot of my because I don't, I don't just take care of kids, I take care of adults too, and a lot of them come with back pain. But why do I see the adults? Because they have kids, or grandkids, right? I don't really enjoy seeing adult patients unless they're pregnant, right? Pregnant, whole different story, because now I'm caring for two or maybe three, right? That I like, but I, I find taking care of adults very boring, right? In me, my own brain. Now, if you want to be like a sports chiropractor, you want to be a geriatric chiropractor, there's absolutely a need for that, and that's fabulous. That's just not my thing. Right? My thing is pediatrics. I've been doing this for 30 years. Graduated from like 1989. I'm here teaching here. This is my 19th year teaching at life, teaching this class. Dr. Larry Webster, the founder of the ICPA, taught this class. 
Like, I get goosebumps thinking that I'm standing in his footsteps, that he stood in these rooms and told people about pediatric chiropractic, and now I'm telling the same stuff he talked about. I get goosebumps when I think about Jeannie <clears throat> My very good friend, mentor, leader of the ICPA, <clears throat> who passed away last year. I get goosebumps when I think about how she inspired me when I first met her in 1993. And inspired her and Webster gave me the inspiration to be here now. And ever since Webster and Jeannie inspired me, my goal has always been, I need to know more about pediatrics, more about philosophy, more about not just what we do, but why we do what we do, and why what I, like, you can easily say all kinds of scientific mumbo jumbo about why it is what we do, works. But the cool thing is, it works. Right, and you want evidence-based, right? Everything's sort of evidence-based, we want evidence-based. You know what evidence-based is? Come to my office. Talk to my patients, there's the evidence, right? You can't do a clinical trial on chiropractic or a blind study clinical trial on chiropractic because what, what have they done in the past when they tried to do that? They do sham adjustments. How can you do a sham adjustment, right? If you put your finger on someone's atlas and, and don't thrust, and say that's a sham adjustment, that's still an adjustment. If you're putting it in a direction, right, with an intent, that's still an adjustment. It's very, very hard to do a sham adjustment, right? Or with an activator, how do you do a sham adjustment activator? You say, oh, I'm just gonna put the activator there and I won't thrust it. But maybe just putting it there with the right direction, if you do the right direction, the right vector, that could be an adjustment. It's very hard to produce a sham adjustment to create a, a clinical trial for chiropractic. So evidence-based, the reason evidence-based is such, it just gets me, is because the evidence is there. If we're 125 years old, that's evidence, right? That's evidence to me. When people come into my practice and I see the miracles and the baby's nurse and the kids speak and the ear infections go away and the ADHD medicine is tossed in the trash, that is evidence. And it's evidence because it happens over and over and over and over and over, and not just my office, but any pediatric chiropractor's office. All of your field docs who sent you here, that's what you're seeing over and over and over. But I want you to understand something. If you're not studying chiropractic, then where are you gonna get it from? If you're not going to seminars that teach you about chiropractic, not about technique. Technique is great, you need to have that, of course. Everybody needs to have a foundational technique and then put techniques on top of it. But I'm not talking about that. What are you studying about chiropractic? The background, the basis of it, the philosophy. Are you listening to podcasts? Are you reading green books? Are you reading BJ? <clears throat> Here's what I've done for you guys. <clears throat> on Blackboard, I have given you guys four green books. For free. PDF green books. Download them. Download them because they're 60 to $100 each, these books. Download them. I want you to, I can't figure out what, there they are on your Blackboard site. No excuse. Especially the biggest that fell within, which is his first one, my favorite textbook, this first one I'll talk about the next couple weeks. <clears throat> I think this is so important for you to study this kind of stuff. Because you'll never have another chance to get a free green book, right? But I got very fortunate, I was passed these on, and they said, you gotta pass them on. Fine, I'm gonna pass them on to you, because I want you to learn this stuff. I want you to feel chiropractic. 
right? I know by 10 quarter, when I was in 10 quarter, I was beat up, right? Between boards and we didn't have oxygen back then, we had other kind of things. But all that kind of stuff and all the amount of money that you're spending on this kind of stuff, you feel, oh my God, it's crazy. I get it. I remember this. Being feeling beat up. And I wanted to know why. I needed to remember why the hell did I come to school in the first place, right? After three years, I was like, oh my God, it was like a marathon. And the green books helped me remember why. Why I'm here. I challenge you. I challenge you to start reading the green books. I challenge you. I challenge you to see, especially, I know some of you have come up to me in other quarters or in the hallway and you tell me how hard things are and whatever, having trouble getting patients in clinic and having trouble with grades and stuff. I challenge you that if you get your head right, everything else will go right. If you get your head in the game, right, keep your head in the game. The game is chiropractic philosophy. What's going to separate you from everybody else? It's the philosophy. That's what makes us different from the PTs and the OTs. Not that they're bad or wrong. Nothing wrong with PTs and OTs. All that kind of stuff is great. But what makes us different? Why should someone come to see me? It's because of what I think. Right? It's not the thrust. Trust me, this is not the reason someone's coming into my practice. Right? Anybody can do that. Anybody can toggle, anybody can crack, anybody can pop. That's nothing, right? Even though that's the technique you've got to study and it's very hard and it takes a while for you to master it, I'm telling you, after a number of years of doing it, when you start doing something over and over and over and over, you get really good at it, right? So right now, you're just learning. But I'm telling you, in the grand scheme of things, what's more important than the adjustment? What you say. What you say to that patient and how you feel about that patient and what you transmit to that patient, that's way more important. Your education. When you go to a, I have patients all the time saying, I have never heard what you said before and I've been to chiropractic all my life. Why is that? What are we afraid of? Why can't we tell the truth? Why can't we say that that brain is inside your head or that kid's head? That kid is disconnected. That's why he's sitting there flapping like this and not able to focus on humanity because his, he is disconnected. And my job is to reconnect. Let's get the brain working like the way it's supposed to. Let's get, right now, he sees the world as an attack all the time. These bright lights, that noise of the heating and air conditioning, the noise of the projector, this is like an attack. He's being attacked all the time. So he's going through an attack 24-7. So he's flapping like this. He's trying to get that away from him. He's saying, like, get this away from me. I just, this noise is killing me. I can't figure out the world because his sensory and motor system is not able to perceive. He's got all these processing disconnections in his little brain. What does chiropractic do? We are neuroplasticians. Do you understand that? That is what we do. We are neuroplasticians. By giving a beautiful, gentle, loving input and changing the way the nerve system perceives the universe through sensory and motor input and output, we are changing a child and an adult neuroplastically. Even someone with back pain, we're changing them neuroplastically. That's what we do. We don't crack backs. I had a guy come in the other day. A gentleman come in and he's like, I want you to crack my back. 
first off, we don't use that word in this office, right? We crack eggs, we don't crack facts. He's like, oh, come on, Doc, it's just, you know, it's just a word, I just want you to crack my back. I'm like, second off, we have to do a full exam on you and take x-rays to see what's going on. Oh, no, 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 no. I've been chiropractors all my life, right? When's the last time you've been? A couple of years? Oh, yeah, okay, all right, so you've been all your life. Okay, and, and so I should just blindly go and adjust you without any sort of exam? Yeah, just slide me down. Like, I went to some other place where they did that, they just lied me down. Just bam. That's not what I do. What we do, we do a full exam, take x-rays. I want to see exactly what's going on. I want to show you exactly what's going on, and then I'll adjust you. But I don't want that. Well, then I don't want to say this, but this office isn't for you. He said, but, but I was referred to you by one of my friends who says you're amazing. <laughs> well, but this is what I did with your friend. Right? We did that with your friend. We examined your friend, x-rayed your friend, analyzed, and then started adjusting. So that's what we're going to do. Well, but that's not what I want. I was, okay, that's cool. Then go to some doctor in the box and go. And he left. And you know what? That's so cool. Because I don't need a patient like that in my practice. I'm not going to do what someone else wants me to do. Right? Chiropractic is special. It's unique. It's beautiful. It's not something you cheap out or back up on or say, no, no, no. Okay, I'll just, oh, yeah, no, just lie down. Fine, just lie down. That's not what we do, right? Chiropractic is amazing. And how are you going to show someone it's amazing unless you do amazing things around it? And you know what's amazing is my examination. Because my examination, right now, you've got to do all kinds of exam stuff in the clinic. You've got 500 million hours worth of exams you've got to do in every person, all these sheets and things together. I get it, you gotta learn all these things. This is a learning institution, right? You know what you do when you're in practice? A focused exam. I don't do stuff that doesn't give me why I need to adjust or what I need to adjust. If I don't get that information from the, from the exam, I don't do it, right? So we test a lot of different things in my practice because I wanna see how neurologically that person is doing. Not orthopedically, which isn't bad if you're doing sports stuff, obviously do those things. Right? But that's not what I'm interested in. Show me what, how it's gonna to relate to that subluxation. That's the kind of exam I do. So when I do that exam, and the patient shows like, that is so amazing, I never saw that before, I never heard of that. Exactly, that's why I want to be different. Right? Because when you're different, do people talk about McDonald's and how great hamburgers are? No, if you go to McDonald's here, you go to McDonald's in LA, you go to McDonald's in Toronto, are you getting pretty much the same hamburger? Does anybody really rave about it? You see people rave five-star reviews. Tap McDonald's hamburger's the best hamburger ever had. No, because they're getting what they expected, right? You get what you expect. So I'm going to McDonald's and I get a hamburger and it's the same hamburger I got last week and the same hamburger I got when I was in Florida. So what? What you want people to do when you leave, they leave your presence is to say, that person did stuff I never saw before. And then they're gonna tell their partners, and they're gonna tell their friends, and they're gonna tell their coworkers, and they're gonna tell their colleagues. And that's what makes the difference. That's what grows a practice. You do what they expect, right? You do something different. You do something that wows them, people will talk about wow, right? And, and they'll talk about it for free. That's what's amazing. Like if somebody sees a really great movie, they're not getting paid to like rave about it and five-star reviews and go on Rotten Tomatoes and all that kind of stuff. They just rave about it, right? So you want people spontaneously 
reviewing you, giving you five-star reviews because you're doing something different, right? That, and that's why they're coming to you, right? They chose you. And don't think about it in clinic, oh, I'm in Justin, I'm Justin Clinic. No, 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 no. You're a doctor when you're in that clinic, whether you're a student clinic or outpatient. You are the doctor, right? Don't say, I'm just a student. That, take that hat off when you're in the clinic. <clears throat> you are a doctor. And treat them as such. And don't just talk about the weather, and don't just talk about the Super Bowl coming up, because well, here's the only time you should talk about Super Bowl, in relation to the chiropractic, right? <clears throat> you know all 32 NFL teams have chiropractors that take care of them, and almost all the college teams too? There's a conversation. So they bring up Super Bowl, oh, what do you think is gonna win the Super Bowl? And you could mention what, whoever you, your choice is, and then you say, hey, did you know that they all get adjusted? Really? And now you have a whole different conversation, right? So I call it the chiropractic game. The chiropractic game is every patient encounter, I bring chiropractic into it. I don't care what the hell they're talking about. I bring chiropractic into it. And I, I try to meander in my mind to, to whatever conversation they're bringing, they're bringing up, whether it's the weather or it's sports or whatever it happens to be, chiropractic is going to be weaved into them. <clears throat> so because if you don't give it to them, where are they going to get it from? Are they getting it on TV? Are they getting it on different movies? No, they're not getting it anywhere. If you don't give them chiropractic, they ain't getting it anywhere. But here's the deal, where are you getting it from? Right, if you think that you're getting chiropractic only from classes, you're getting chiropractic diagnosis. You're getting radiology, right? You're getting orthopedics, all that kind of stuff. All necessary stuff to pass your boards, pass OSCEs, yes, 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 right? But where are you getting chiropractic from? You best study chiropractic while you're in chiropractic school. Because trust me, when you're out of school, you don't have the same amount of time, right? So carve out a little bit of your Facebook time that I know you guys are sitting there like this all day long, right? I see you guys all day long on your Facebook. Oh, look at that funny cat video, ha, ha, ha. All right, look at that, that great lunch that person had. Great, wow. Who cares? Carve away some of that time, right? Take 15 minutes, start reading the green book that I've given you. Start reading that. And tell me at the end of the quarter if things have changed for you. Tell me if all of a sudden you're not seeing more new patients or more patients in your clinic. Tell me if all of a sudden <clears throat> this quarter you're doing better on your grades because the why is behind you, right? You gotta know why. Doing the what, this is the what. Crack, crack, adjust, adjust, thrust, thrust. That's the what. It's important to learn the what. But if you know the why behind it, it's even better. Because then you're saying, why am I doing this? I'm doing this to, to reunite this person's brain with the rest of his body to allow the, the nerve system to work the way it's supposed to, that's why I'm doing that thrust. It's not just, all right, uh, I just gotta get another number. <clears throat> I see I need 20 adjustments, this is 15, crack. Who cares, right? If it's just a number, they're gonna feel that too. <clears throat> I know what, your results aren't the same either. When your head's somewhere else, your results aren't the same. Get your head in the game. Get your head in the game. Notice, present time conscious with that person. Like right now, I appreciate all your attention. And for those of you who aren't paying attention, fine. Thank you for being quiet. Right? But present time consciousness. Practice that now. Start meditating. You want to learn present time? Meditate. Quiet that mind of yours. Can you sit still for two to five minutes without a noise going on in your head? Without a whole crowd, I have to do this, I have to do this, I've called somebody, this test, right? Can you quiet your mind? If you can't, best start now. Best start now. 
and you know, your iPhones and, and your watches and your Fitbits give you all these great little you know, chances to do meditation. There's like a little relax app on my Fitbit right, that I use every day to quiet my mind. Right? Because you work out your body, right? you, you lift weights and you run and all those kind of great things which is fabulous. What are you doing for your mind? You've got to train your mind. How do you train your mind? Meditation. How do you train your mind? Reading green books. That's how you train your mind. To get yourself on purpose. Right? That's what I want to see you guys. By the end of this quarter, I want to see you guys change. I am on purpose. I am on fire. Because we got a world out there that needs us. We got a world out there of sick kids and sick adults. And nobody's really doing anything for them except for us. From my perspective, 30 years in, nobody's doing anything but us. We're the ones who, can, who really can make the change, but we gotta break out of our comfort zone. We gotta break out of our comfort zone to really make the change.